1: What is the future of the church? It's part of our series, Why Church? And we have a final look today, as Truth For Today from Valley Bible Church in Hercules is up next. Over the past few weeks, Pastor Phil Howard has taken us on a journey Through God's Word, looking at the church. Why church? Why is it so important? Why can't we just be lone rangers? Well, as we close out our series today, we have a final look at the future of the church in its eternal state. We would invite you to join us from Valley Bible Church right here in Hercules. Let's catch up with Pastor Phil Howard for a final look at our series, Why Church? And an answer to the question, What is the future of the church? Pastor Phil,
2: God said I can groan. All creation's groaning, huh? We're groaning. There's got to be something better than this body. How many prescriptions are you on? I hate to travel because I'm afraid I'm going to leave one of the brand. One of this. I need this for blood pressure. I need this for that. Man, I'll be glad when there's no more hypodermic needles. I'll be glad when there's no more surgeries. Victoria goes in for a back surgery tomorrow. We just had another brother, uh, Dave in back surgery. Just had another individual this week, had a pacemaker. Let me tell you, if you live long enough, it's going to demand more maintenance. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? What midlife crisis is, is a first semester report card. You're getting old. <laughs> And your energy supply is diminished. Your sight might be diminished. Whatever. It's just a part of the curse that we've come under. But he said, we who have the spirit long for another day when our body redeemed will be unleashed. We'll get rid of Patty, someday you'll be over all those back problems. You'll be over all this suffering. I want to tell you, it's a suffering world. Seven billion people on this planet, suffering. They can't get clean water. They can't keep guinea worms from uh, taking over their body. It is a painful creation. And he said we got saints saying, I am groaning for the day the curse is lifted from my body. And God said, guess what? I'm not just going to forgive your sins. I've already ordered a new body for you. You're going to get a redeemed body. Brand new. Brand new. Uh, Kind of makes you want to go to heaven. Uh, Fifth thing we get is the resurrection body. And you read that in 1 Corinthians 15. That Christ said, I'm the first fruit of those that slept. So we know that Christ showed himself for over 40 days after his resurrection. He ate with people. He talked to people. He was so physical you could touch him. Thomas could touch him. In other words, sometimes I think in the glorified body, we think we're going to be glorified jellyfish. You know, it's going to be uh, globby or... Or we're going to be uh, under the influence of uh, Greek philosophy. It's not real. It, it won't. You're going to have a real body, real body. You, you won't just slip through. No, no, no. There'll be flesh and bone. You'll have a real body, and He's promised that to you. Uh, the Greeks, once again, said you just evaporate. You just you're, like, you're like a dog when you die. He says just dispose of the body and and no more that's it Jesus said no 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 I'm the resurrection and the life and I'm going to demonstrate in John 5 I will raise men and women to a resurrection unto death or a resurrection unto life but no matter who you are Hitler you're going to be resurrected St. Paul, you're going to be resurrected. I'm going to show everybody in all creation, I'm in charge of life and death. I'm going to raise every dead man, every dead woman that ever lived. Some will go to an eternal hell. Others will spend eternity with me. But I will raise him to show I'm Lord of life and death. He will resurrect our body. We will stand up someday. Can you ever imagine what the new body will be like? He said he'll conform it like unto his own. Philippians 3.21. 1 John 3 says, oh my, you gotta look at that. Just look at 1 John 3. Am I going too fast? Okay. We have any time, we'll take questions at the end. But I would have to screen them all. Look at 1 John 3. See what kind of love the Father has given to us. That we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us. Is that it did not know Him. Beloved we are God's children now. And what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. Because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. I'm going to be just like Jesus someday in my body. Going to be glorified. You can kill me, you can crucify me, you can behead me, you can do whatever you want, but Jesus, don't fear him who can kill the body, fear him who can destroy the soul. So, What's the, you ought to read these books on church history and how these martyrs would defy death go ahead and kill me I'll live again with Jesus yes. go ahead I have but one body to give to my Savior I mean we're all clinging to it clinging he said no no dispose I'm going to get a new one anyway yes, I want to get a new one anyway famous missionary John Patton he grew up in a Scottish Presbyterian church and uh, they didn't believe in missions they were very Calvinistic and non-missionary minded but uh, John wanted to go to the New Hebrides which were infested with cannibal eating tribes and uh, uh, these uh, Calvinists took the view if God wants to save them let him save them but don't waste your life going out there to tell them I'm more afraid of hyper Calvinists than I am biblical Calvinism to say, leave it up to God. He's sovereign. He say, No, God, if God wants to save a bunch of people, he's going to send somebody to preach to them, teach them. They won't get saved if you don't go. God does not come down and do the work he told his church to do. But they had a meeting, and they were debating whether they should go or not. And this one elder in the church stood up and said, don't go, John. Don't go. The cannibalistic. You will waste your life. You'd be throwing your life on a cannibal's dinner table, to be blunt. Don't waste your life. John Patton, the young John Patton, he said, Sir, it doesn't matter if I go or stay at home. He said, If I'm there being eaten by the cannibals, you're eventually going to be eaten by worms in Scotland. So it makes no difference to me if it's cannibals or worms. The body's going to end. And he did go, and he lived to be 85, and he hid in trees many a night while cannibals tried to find him to kill him. Every family, if you can get a kid's version of John Patton, and New Hebrides, it would be worth the reading. Well, new body, I must hurry up. Uh, Something we won't go into is that uh, in the future, God's going to reward his people for every deed they've done for Christ. Uh, He said, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ... To receive reward for whether we've done good or bad. Did you know everything you've ever done for Christ, a record is being kept of it. And he's going to reward you someday. Have you ever done something in secret that nobody knew about? You slipped some money to him. You bought food for him. Uh, you gave him even to a beggar on the street. Uh, have you ever done anything for Jesus? That the only motive was for Jesus. You didn't want anyone knowing. know it. You weren't trying to be discovered. I just did it because I love Jesus. Have you ever done that? Have you ever given any time for Jesus? Have you ever given any money for Jesus? You know, we, like in our ministry fund, we, we always are struggling. We're always struggling. Because so many of you have never learned to give. There will be no reward for not giving. Oh, right, I'm busy, busy. You're busy doing busy. And counting for nothing. But Jesus says someday, if you've ever, ever, hear me, hear me. If you've ever stooped to give a man a cup of cold water in Jesus' name, I've kept a record of it. That's why you've got to talk to depression mentality people like my mom and dad and many others that I've talked to, you never turn a hobo away during the Depression if a man's hungry and you've got it, feed him. Did you ever feed anybody? Here Malcolm and Joe spent 30 years in 2nd McDonald. Gave up being a contractor in Florida. it being cool to come out here and build chapels and wind up feeding the poor. He says, someday I'm going to reward you. Uh, If you love my sheep and take care of them, I'll give you a shepherd's crown. If you love the fact I'm coming again, I'll give you a crown of righteousness, 2 Timothy 4, 8. Crowns of joy. Have you ever done anything for God or has it all been about you? Some people are surrounded on the north, south, east, and west by them. And it gets awful lonely. Why don't you start giving something to Jesus? He will reward you. He will reward you. Besides rewards, he says, are you ready? That he's chosen his church to reign with him. Listen to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 2 says in verse... Eleven. The saying is trustworthy for if we have died with him, we also live with him. If we endure, we will also... I can't hear you. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. Turn to... uh, Oh, go to Revelation 22 5 Talking about the new Jerusalem and the saints and it says and night will be no more they will need no light of lamp or sun for the Lord God will be their light and they will reign reign forever and ever tell those fishermen some days I'm going to put you over the tribes of Israel and you'll get to reign over them he said, church, someday I'm going to let you judge men and angels with me in First Corinthians 6. Someday you're going to be judging with Christ. We're also going to reign. I don't know what I get to reign over, but there'll be nations during the uh, millennium. And he's got a cabinet he's forming right now. And he tells the church, as my wife, as the bride of the Lamb, you will sit on the throne and believe me, you will co-reign with him. He said, we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. You got all of this by just accepting Jesus. All you wanted was your sins washed away. All you wanted was to sleep good tonight and not know you're going to hell. That would have been plenty. But now I said, would you like to reign with me? Lord, reign with you. I've been running from you. He said, no, you're going to reign with me. Would you like to be rewarded? Rewarded for what, Lord? You took all my burdens. You took all my sins. No, everything you've done for me, every dollar, every hour, everything you've ever done for me will not be lost. I keep a record of it. We got stingy saints trying to think, oh, I can't, I can't. Oh, you greedy, greedy loser. Why don't you start putting something in his hand, a cup of cold water in his hand. He'll give you a reward. You cannot do anything for God and Him not reckon on it and count on it.
1: Yes, sir.
2: You're not serving some poor-mouthed God. You're ser- serving someone that owns everything. Who's been giving you all this breath, giving you this breath, giving you these opportunities. Who's blessed you? i tell you, was not the turkey? God is the blesser. And He said, I'll reward you. I want to let you reign with me and finally uh, let's just go and see what our new home looks like a return to paradise we'll just lift up some things that are worth shouting about and uh, then we'll just close and I'm sure I'm missing things about the future that I'll repeat them after a while see if you took any notes see if you can remember look at at this place I I put in my notes here for you we'll have face to face fellowship with Jesus Uh, it will be a life of rest you know a lot of Christians are thoroughly trashed and wore out from their service most American Christians are wore out from sitting in front of a TV they say if you sit in front of a TV four hours a day it's as bad as being a chain smoker it's so bad on your health and your heart. You know why? Why get all excited about a bunch of jokers out there making millions that you don't even know their mama's name? Don't be a slave to sports. Don't be a slave to the TV. Don't be. Hey, hey. I mean, I, I just see some Christians that they're just tired, but I don't know what what from. Uh, they're tired from being tired. He, he saved you to be a worker. He saved. Uh, Jason and I were talking to a millennial here the other day. And, and we asked her, help us figure out millennials. Now, this was a millennial. So I'm not trashy. And I said, well, one thing, we're lazy. And two, we feel entitled. And Jason and I said, yes. <laughs> Some way we just got to hit hands practically. I'm amazed at how non energetic so many young people are. They just, they just, video games are the only thing they get the strength to do. (laughs) Have you ever mowed a lawn? What's that? (laughs) Rebecca used to mow my lawn. I think I gave her a dollar. No, I I took the tithe out of it he talks about it will be a place where they will rest from their labors do you have any labors to rest from a life free from sin he keeps telling you there won't be this kind of person that kind of I mean it's going to be house cleaning No, none of the wicked will be there continual service I love what he said only those in the lambs look 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 look, this, look at this verse 14 chapter 20 then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death. The lake of fire. And if, any na- if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. That's pretty bad. He goes on and he says, I want someone to, I'm looking for only those who have their names in the Lamb's book of life. Twenty-one, twenty-seven. But nothing unclean will ever enter it nor anyone who does what is detestable or false but those, only those who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You see, you can't get into this city unless you RSVP and he says the book ends with the spirit and the bride saying come. Why don't you sign up? Why don't you come? Unless you come, he's never going to tell you to come. You can't come into the city until you come to him now. Your option is only two. Heaven or hell. Christ or yourself. He said, but I love the fact that Christ, as it were, I mean, this is just beautiful to me. Just, He's carrying around his day timer, you know. We used to use it. He, he's got the list of who's going to be there. Yes, uh, exactly. Is your name in his book? Is your name in the Lamb's book of life? Is your name in the Lamb's? That's the guest list. And only those who have put faith in Christ as their slain lamb get invited into the city. Because he excludes... Look at 21.8. Look at 21.8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars... Their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. There's a whole lot of sinners that used to be in that category. They're actually in the Lamb's book of life. They used to be these things, but they accepted the Lamb. And God got them into heaven, got them on the list. Look at verse 27. But nothing unclean will ever enter it. Nor anyone who does what is detestable or false. But only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. Who you living with? What are you doing with sex life? What are you doing? Sorcery? Are you on pharmacy? Drugs so you can worship another world? Get on enough meth that you can get into another world and get out of your misery? He said... When I get a hold of you. And I get you in my family. You won't need meth. You'll need me. And I will cure you. I will break the chains. I will deliver you. Because everybody going to that city. Going to this feast. Going to this party. I set them free now. To start the journey. And if anyone asks you now. What is in your future as a church? I'll tell you. I don't know about Valley. I don't know about you. But I know Jesus is coming back for me. I know that. He said it. Two, I know I'm going to be resurrected or translated. He said I would. Three, I know I'm going to return with Christ when he judges the nations. And I'm going to stand back and sit back and say, watch my king go. And all he needs is his mouth. He doesn't come with tornadoes. He doesn't come with tanks. He said he slays him by the word of his mouth. Is the word of God powerful. It makes the devil flee. and It's going to make the nations tremble as their rejected Savior is going to judge them. I know I'm going to reign with Christ someday. I know every cup of water I've given in his name, I'm going to get a reward for it someday. I know I'm going to get a redeemed body someday. I know I'm going to be at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Friends, i got a future and so do you. We've got hope. we got hope let me say this as we close C.S. Lewis said these great words some have said this pie in the sky theology would destroy you and C.S. Lewis made this those who have done the most for this world thought the most of another world the more you focus on that day that hour that event the more you'll be urgent about evangelism The more you say, I don't have forever. I may come tonight. I may come now. You don't have forever to get on board and get in love. When will you give God what's left? When will you say to the lamb? I just want to give you everything I got left. What could I have ever done to earn an invitation to a feast that God is going to feed the church? And guess what? We just start this eternity business. How long is eternity? Forever. Now look, at, and some of you look bored. Are you bored at the thought? I mean, if it bores you, God has nothing better but to open your eyes and to see what you got.
1: The ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules. This has been Truth For Today with our teacher and pastor, Phil Howard. Thank you for spending time with us today. Our prayer is you are growing in grace, growing in God's love as you take the time to study God's word with us on a regular basis here on Truth For Today. If you have questions about the broadcast, feel free to write or call us. Our phone number is 855-833-9864 or write to us at 1511 M Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278. And that's in Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. As always, you're welcome to visit us online, truthfortodayradio.org. That's truthfortodayradio.org. Also, men, please mark it on your calendar and plan on joining us for our men's conference. That will be taking place Friday and Saturday, March 8th and 9th. Check-in begins Friday at 5.30, and all day Saturday, March 9th, breakfast begins at 8 a.m. Now, the price for the conference does include dinner Friday night, breakfast, and lunch on Saturday. Early pre-registration through March 3rd is $45 for men 18 years and up. For the youth, ages 12 to 17, the cost is $30. And after March 3rd, the cost does go up to $50 and 35 respectively. One-day attenders are $30 per person. Who should attend? Well, the conference is for men who want a closer walk with Christ and seek fellowship and inspiration from other men who want the same. And you should attend because it does promote spiritual growth and enlightenment. Our special keynote speakers are not only our own Pastor Phil Howard, but Pastor Jessica Stan from Grace Bible Church in Hayward. For further information, again, simply stop by truthfortodayradio.org or give us a call, 855-833-9864. And then come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard.